You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. It is The Rob Carson Show, and it is uh, already Monday. Already Monday. Look at that. Wonderful weekend for a change. The weather is uh, is nice. It's it's interesting. Um, Saturday was sixty one degrees. Okay, sixty one degrees. Uh, two weeks ago it was negative. I believe it was negative six. So uh, <laughs> the temperature went up seventy plus degrees, or like close to seventy degrees. Temperature that is uh, that's climate change, kids. And you know what? It happens. Yeah, that's climate change. It, it happens when you live in the Midwest. You never know what you're going to get. <clears throat> you realize last week, I think it was like the Friday before last, it was eighty degrees in Washington D.C. It happens. It has nothing to do with the SUV you drive. Okay, and and that's another uh, that's another one of the house of cards that are falling. The federal government. Uh, mandated electric vehicles, and they're still going to try it with the post office and all that. But the American people are going, no, we don't want those cars because they're crap. You know, I say that God has a sense of humor. And if you look at some of the things that the left has tried to push on us, I think that uh, God has kind of shown that, uh, you know, maybe he doesn't want the children enslaved in the Congo, you know, uh, getting up precious uh, earth minerals to, uh, to build uh, batteries for a, a, comp- a country that keeps people in slavery in China, you know. So what do we have this year? Well, one of the coldest winters ever, and it proved that these EVs are crap, that in, a, in, a, in, in, in other than ideal conditions, they're crap. And, and one of the, the things that makes the, uh, the electric vehicle not ideal is just putting a little more weight in it, like, like pulling a trailer. It becomes crap. And then you, you throw in cold weather. Eh. It's like this they're, they're in, in California forever. They were talking about how dry it was and how climate change and global warming and the murder hornets and the ozone hole and the acid rain were causing it to be dry. And we're never going to have water again. And we're never going to have water. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Biggest snowfall they've seen in decades uh, last year, resulting in reservoirs completely full. A giant, giant uh, uh, swirling vortex of moisture coming to California is going to fill them beyond capacity and all that. And this is only a couple years after they said it was going to be dry in California and there were climate refugees coming up here because, you know, the climate change. And look. God has a sense of humor. It is, uh, it is remarkable. It is, uh, it is remarkable. So um, we're going to get to uh, all of this stuff. I do want to mention that uh, Speaker Johnson, Mike Johnson, says the border bill that has been uh, uh, you know, hammered out in backroom deals uh, in the Senate with Chuck Schumer and, uh, and Mitch McConnell, two of the most despicable, disliked people in the history of the government, uh, he says it's dead. It is, it is not going to happen. Not going to happen. Here is, uh, this is off the, the Mika and Joe this morning, the worst show on television. Chuck Schumer uh, saying, don't listen to the people. Don't listen to your constituents. We know what's best. Say to Speaker Johnson, don't let the 30 hard right uh, people in the House who are extreme. They wanted us to default. They wanted the government not to pay its No, you're full of crap. Debts. They wanted us, um, to the government to shut down. They're extremists. And they're running your show. Do the right thing. You know what the right thing to do. Now, what do you want? You want the damn border uh, sealed, don't you? Yeah. Well, uh, I guess you're a, a hard right 
extremist. All you liberals in New York who realize now that it's not fair that uh, people should get a thousand dollars a month on a on a debit card to to spend at the bodegas and and then also stay at the Roosevelt Hotel indefinitely for free. <laughs> You guys are all, you're white, you're white, right, white, yeah, whatever. Right-wing white nationalists, I guess, you people in New York and Chicago. It's so stupid. It's just so stupid. Even Bill Maher, old lowly Bill Maher, the lib, uh, even he says, Joe Biden could fix the border with a snap of a finger, and everybody knows it. Part two of the acting is is Joe Biden saying, you know what, if you just give me a new law, a new law, why doesn't the president can fix this? He already has the existing laws. And border patrol this, this will is also right silly. To your face. I need a piece of yeah. paper from Congress to deal with the border. No, you already have that. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, when you lose Bill Maher, I mean, honestly, you've lost everything. Even when his fluffed audience agrees with conservative principles and stuff. You know, like when he told Chris Sununo, uh, Donald Trump's going to be the candidate, and you can stop campaigning for Nikki Haley. And the crowd applauds. That's crazy. That means that spells one thing to me, and that is revolution, people. Uh, the revolution is unstoppable. Here is uh, Mike Johnson talking about what Joe Biden can do without this legislation. And by the way, this bill is like so many bills, like the Inflation Reduction Act. The Inflation Reduction Act was not meant to reduce inflation. They just used it to uh, pass this green agenda nonsense, the uh, 87,000 IRS agents, all it was was disguised as a uh, an inflation reduction act. That's what they do every single time. And they've tried it with this bill. They put all of this Ukraine aid in, all sorts of other things into this big honeypot deal, and then they thought they'd just ram it through, and Mike Johnson is saying, screw you, we're not passing this crap. And the American people have telling you they are on a hair trigger on this they're done with it Uh, did you notice what's happening in texas did you notice the governors the 26 governors who says we'll back texas that's a hair trigger event you're not going to win this battle and if you do go against the will of the people there's going to be hell to pay all right we're going to become ungovernable i'm not talking about violence i'm talking about becoming ungovernable Ungovernable. Here is Mike Johnson on the border. The president of the United States opened the border. We, we documented 64 specific actions that Joe Biden and his agencies have taken yeah. to create this catastrophe. Yeah. They did it intentionally. That's why his approval rating is uh, in the tank. Six- and yet they made Kamala Harris the border czar, and she said it was climate change. And then she said she was going to go, three years ago said she was going to go down south of the border and she's going to get to the root causes of it. And now we know the root cause was Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and Alejandro Mayorkas. And I'll just go ahead and say it, Barack Obama. 50% of the people disapproved by your latest poll. The reason the presidency is imperiled, as your opening uh, monologue stated, is because this is an abject failure of leadership. The the American people are done with this. The border has to be secured. The president has the authority right now. He doesn't need another act of Congress. He could do it right now, but he's unwilling to do it. You know, have you you watched uh, in, in France... One of the most satisfying videos that I see are these farmers who are driving into these uh, governmental centers and bringing their manure haulers with them and spraying the buildings with crap because they're just done. And they should be. 
you know, these idiots who are pro-Hamas supporters who are vandalizing. They have no case. They're bought and paid for. The farmers are mad because the government is driving them out of business. The government is causing this invasion, which is making you suffer. So you have every right to protest that. That's why I love it. I just I love it. They drive in. They get farmers. And farmers are farmers wherever you go. People are people wherever. It's farmers are farmers no matter where you go. They got a French accent. They're still the same guys. They still have a pair of pliers and a belt holder. They still wear boots, work boots. They go out and they bust their butts to feed people regardless of, of their color of their skin. But they do. And what do they get? They get crap handed to them every single day through nonsense regulations, through increasing this green energy bullcrap. And so what are they doing? Well, they're bringing bullcrap to uh, Paris and they're spraying buildings with it. Ha ha. You made a mess for us. We're making a mess for you. Here's the governor of, uh, of Texas, who is a hero, becoming a folk hero, just like, just like Donald Trump, for saying no to the federal government. And by the way, uh, 13 governors went down to Tejas this weekend, including uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, Indiana Governor Eric Holcomb, uh, let's see, Missouri Governor Mike Parson, woo, Montana Governor Greg uh, Gianfort, uh <laughs> Chris Nunu was there. What the hell for? Was he there to kiss Joe Biden's butt? Christine Nome was there from South Dakota. Here is uh, Greg Abbott. We are guaranteed by the United States Constitution the right of self-defense uh, if states face imminent harm or invasion. Texas obviously is facing both an imminent harm uh, as well as an invasion. Uh, and so these governors are rallying around Texas to support our ongoing right to self I want Joe Biden to push it a little bit. You know, he was talking about possibly federalizing. He wasn't, but other federalizing the Texas National Guard. I, I, I would love to see that happen because uh, you would never see so many metal fingers go up towards Washington, D.C. Defense uh, and, and the deployment of this razor wire that has led to uh, a, a massive reduction in inflow. Maria, get this. Uh, the area where we uh, have, have occupied this park in Eagle Pass, Texas, that we put up the razor wire, uh, there used to be 3,000 or 4,000 people crossing that area a yeah. day. Yeah, listen. Uh, for the past three days, we've yeah. averaged just three people crossing that area. Oh, my God. Building walls works. Holy crap. Who would have said that? Oh, by the way, this new bill, they say, would uh, they, 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 they're telling you that uh, what they did was they raised the number of immigrants to sneak across the border, sometimes per month, 10 to 20,000 or 10 to 12,000, right? And then this new bill uh, cranks it down to 5,000, and they call that uh, a, a, a reduction. It's like when they increase spending by 10%, and then they, uh, they, they, uh, they only increase by 8%. They say that's a victory. It's not. This still allows an ungodly number of people to come in this country illegally, and they freaking know it. They know it. Eric Schmidt is now a senator, used to be the AG in uh, Missouri. Here he is talking about what the, uh, the senators need to say, the GOP ne needs to say with regard to this uh, dead-on-arrival immigration bill. Well, here, here's what can happen next week when Chuck Schumer tries to ram this down everybody's throat. It, only, it takes 41 Republicans Come in on. the Senate to stand up and say, we're not going to do this. We're not, I would suggest you do it. We're not going to go along with this. We're not going to allow you to do this. This is the stuff that people hate about Washington. We're going to side with the American people. We're going to side with the Republican House. We're not going to side with Chuck Schumer. We're not going to side with Joe Biden. We're actually going to stand up for the American people. We're going to stand up for the sovereignty of our own borders. And uh, that's what we need to do next week. Yeah. And the voice of the people is being heard. 
by some, but not all. Greg Abbott of Texas, he is standing ground. This is Jim Gossett. Sending back illegals wherever they are found. Bye-bye. In the state of Texas, where the DOJ and Joe Biden's henchmen try to get in Abbott's way. Ain't gonna work. And where is Kamala? Come on. Our so-called borders are derp, derp, derp. somewhere making speeches with phrases so bizarre. Because she's dumb. Anywhere but Texas, to the border she won't go. Because they want more illegals to vote for Sleepy Joe. That's pretty obvious. Undocumented Democrats to vote for Sleepy Joe. Yeah, and then there's this... Uh... You heard uh, Elise Stefanik the other day, uh, a representative from uh, New York, New Jersey-based gang of migrants charging 6000 a bucks a head to smuggle illegals into the U.S. from Canada. So she was right. So the ringleaders, migrants from uh, Guatemala and Colombia, sneaked across the Mexican border, set up shop in the Garden State, running a lucrative scheme while dodging the feds. The Jersey-based gang has helped uh, spark an under-the-radar surge in crossings along the, uh, the northern border. You know what ought to happen in every state run by a Republican, with a Republican AG, every illegal in the state should be immediately removed and sent to a sanctuary state. I'm not kidding. 100%. If Joe Biden is sending illegals into the interior of the country, then the interior of the country should say, you aren't welcome here because we are not a sanctuary state, but here, go to California. I'd send them all to California. <clears throat> I sent them all to California at this point. Maybe New York, certainly Michigan, uh, but, but most of them to California because they're, on, they're teetering on bankruptcy anyway. This could collapse California, finally, so they can be rebuilt, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, the migrant smugglers capitalizing, charging a hefty bounty to sneak immigrants from Quebec into Vermont, <clears throat> where scrutiny is much less intense. So it's happening on both ends, and a lot of people are making a lot of money, and the American people are uh, awake and alert. Coming up, some really good news for a conservative comedian who the left tried to cancel, and then I'm going to talk about Bud Light. Forgiveness. I know, I know, crazy, right? That's on the way. This is The Rob Carson Show. It's Rob Carson Show Monday. Here's the number, 800-922-6680. Coming up, we're going to be talking to the amazing, the awesome Brigitte Gabriel about what's going on with, uh, with Iran and, uh, and the rise of these, uh, these bought and paid for anti-Israel protests, which, by the way, you haven't heard a lot about lately, right? Because they're doing a face plant. They wanted to make it into the summer of 2020 again. And people are saying, uh, no, I don't think so. New York City has launched a $53 million program to give prepaid debit cards to migrants to spend in bodegas, or as uh, Joe Biden calls them, bodegas, because she's the first ditz of America. Users must sign an affidavit promising only to use the card for food and baby supplies. Okay, no problem, Mr. Illegal, who beats up a police officer and then flips off the camera. Yeah, yeah, we trust you. <clears throat> family of four gets $1,000 a month. That's more than I spend on groceries, and I got a family of three now. The cards can be used at bodegas, grocery stores, supermarkets, convenience stores, weed shops, 
I don't know about that. Anyway, so they're expected to say it's going to save New York $600,000 a month. Sure it is. Yeah, KMA there, Mr. Mayor. Eric Adams, the uh, mayor of New York, spent uh, estimated $53 million scheme will, sa- scheme will save the city 600000 a month. So you get to $1,000. Could you imagine what you could do with that with your family when you're trying to pay rent and you're not even staying at the Roosevelt Hotel? And you had $1,000 a month for your family of four? You wouldn't even have to shop at Dollar Store for your groceries anymore. You might even buy a hamburger to go with that hamburger helper. I know! I know! Wouldn't that be cool? But our government doesn't give a crap about you. They'd rather give $60 billion to Ukraine while people who have their legs and arms blown off and can't walk or, you know, can't, uh, can't speak, uh, they got to go to Tunnels for Towers and beg for a house. We got enough money to take care of all of our injured veterans. I mean, for the rest of their lives. So what do we choose to do with it? Pay off our buddies. I swear to God. Uh, this is Matt Rosendale talking about the uh, the the uh, bill they were trying to hammer through the Senate, the uh, the immigration bill that uh, was being done behind closed doors, and uh, apparently the the response has been so overwhelmingly negative from the people that they're reconsidering. This is Matt Rosendale with Steve Bannon this morning. Uh, You hit the nail right on the head, Steve. That is just how bad this piece of legislation is. Uh, McConnell's lieutenants are even backing away from it. Uh, I joined with Mike Lee, who came out today and said, you know something, if this is actually the closest that Chuck Schumer and Mitch McConnell have worked together, uh, we saw that come out Uh, In Mitch McConnell's own words, it's the closest they have ever worked together on a piece of legislation. And this is the best that he came up with. Then there needs to be a change in the leadership. One hundred percent. Because the only people who want that are those two jerkweeds. And they surround them with their little sycophantic nitwits who who get appointed to different committees and all sorts of stuff. And they don't give a crap. It's so overwhelming. It cannot be avoided anymore. If I were these senators pushing for this, I would be very afraid, not for your life, but certainly for your political life. Because you sign this, you're done. And I can't even tell you what the reaction would be from the American people. But thus far, you're doing exactly what I said, which was overwhelm them. Make them realize that if they do this, it is going to be a very, very bad decision on their part, which will destroy their political futures. It is over if they allow this crap to happen. People have just had enough of it. Really have had enough of it. Here's something. This is a story from MSNBC over the weekend. There was a convoy to the border, and MSNBC covered it. I've been talking to these folks who have come from all over Texas, even other parts of the country, to be here. And some of them, even though we are about a half hour from Eagle Pass, They're have driven you. down to Eagle Pass to try to actually see what's happening at the border. Because There's you're unavoidable. There's a number of people who said that they're a little surprised by what they're seeing here. I want to play a conversation with a woman, Misty. Take a listen. It was, it, it's pretty surreal. We actually made it into Eagle Pass and we went and saw um, Shelby Park yeah. um, I was able to see some people actually trying to cross and yeah. stopped at the at the wire there so it was it's very eye-opening and so and tell me more about eye-opening is it what you expected is it better is it worse it's not what I expected but then again I don't know what I expected yeah. um, I can tell you it's not as bad as what I thought, so that that's kind of... I- yeah, well, people are awake to it, they're tired of it, and since they put up the wire, it's working. Brigitte Gabriel's next. Don't go anywhere, kids.
Coming up in one sec, we're going to talk to one of my favorite guests of all time, Brigitte Gabriel. But I do want to mention this. I uh, did a lot of cooking this weekend. I even did a live Instagram video where I made scones. <laughs> I know, I know. <clears throat> yeah, I'm the only talk radio host who does that. Uh, I cook and I, and I write comedy and stuff. But uh, last night we topped off the weekend with some Omaha steak burgers. When was the last time you had a hamburger? You could taste the meat that, where, where it was. The, the center of attention, you didn't have to cover it with a bunch of cheese, <clears throat> didn't have to cover a bunch of crap, you know, condiments and all that. When was the last time you had a great burger where you could taste the hamburger? Probably been a while, right? Omaha steak burgers are ridiculous. Uh, and here's how I cook them, and you're going to be surprised, because I'm a cook. I mean, I know how to cook. I've been cooking since I was 15 years old. Air fryer. Whoa, yeah, I know. Season, air fryer. Finish on the grill. Unbelievable. Put some caramelized onions, a little bit of butter, uh, thin sliced onions, little brown sugar, little brown sugar, a little uh, provolone, a little melted provolone, whatever you want to add to it. The best burgers you ever had, and you could taste the meat. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Right now, when you go to OmahaSteaks.com/Carson, you order, uh, <clears throat> you know, whatever you want. Maybe it's burgers, maybe it's steak. They're going to throw in four free air-chilled boneless chicken breasts, which I've made into nachos and soft tacos. Yeah. And four free rich, juicy, boneless pork chops with your order. All right? So if you want burgers coming up, grilling season is up. Maybe you don't have snow on your grill anymore. Their burgers are the best. I'm, I, they're, they just are. They just are. So go to omahasteaks.com slash Carson, and uh, you'll get free, four free air-chilled boneless chicken breasts, four free rich, juicy, boneless pork chops with your order, omahasteaks.com slash Carson. I love it when I have Brigitte Gabriel on, because all I have to do is ask a question, then sit back and listen for 10 minutes, because that's how she is, because she is a fireball, ladies and gentlemen, and she is on the Newsmax hotline. Brigitte Gabriel, how are you today? Hello, Rob. I'm delighted to be back with you. Uh, okay. I got a few things I want to talk about. One of the things you were talking with Bowling the other day about uh, Ilhan Omar pledging allegiance to Somalia, saying that she was leading uh, the people of Somalia. And her, her two, the, the chief priorities is representing Somalia and Somalians and Islam, America not mentioned. I know you have something to say about this, so I'm going to click the stopwatch, set back and just listen to you talk. <laughs> well, you know, this is the type of stuff that makes smoke come out of my ears. And here's why. As a naturalized citizen, you know, I came to this country in 1989. I became naturalized in 1994. And every single one of us who strives to make it to America, when we become Americans, it is the proudest moment of our life. We stand at the federal building, we raise our right hand, and we swear allegiance to the United States, forsaking everything behind. Because on that day, we become Americans. Not hyphenated American anything else. We don't swear at the swearing ceremony. I am now Lebanese American, or I'm a Spanish American, or I'm a, a Puerto Rican American, or I'm an Egyptian American. We swear that we become Americans. On that day, we pledge loyalty to America. What we are seeing today, and this is the reason why America is falling apart, is because we are importing people to our country. And remember, she came as a refugee, educated in America by our tax dollars, she and her parents. Uh, she was privileged to live the American dream, even elected to Congress. And yet she has the audacity to go back to Somalia and talk bad about America. 
America and that Americans better listen and they do what we want them to do. It's the other way around. And I believe this is unacceptable. And people like me, immigrants who came here, who are watching this shenanigan, I'm thinking to ourselves, kick her behind out, out of Congress and out of this country. And if she loves Somalia that much, she needs to go back and serve in Somalia instead of the United States. Well, she was a privileged person in Somalia. Her parents were in the uh, the ruling class, so they literally escaped Somalia with their hides, and and they came here. And she's a spoiled, entitled child. Uh, she lives in Minneapolis. <clears throat> I'm very familiar with the Somali community in Minneapolis. I had no idea it was this bad, but uh, but it is. And and here she is pledging allegiance to a crap hole country, and Somalia is. You know, it is a crap hole. And I'm not afraid to say it. I mean, dear God in heaven, we had a concert in the 80s because Somalia couldn't afford to feed its people. So literally, Bob Geldof had to put together a concert so that the people of Somalia could be fed because their government sucks so badly, you know? And and that she comes here and, and acts like Somalia is a great country. I mean, Brigitte, it's, it's, it's disgusting. And I think the only reason she does that is because when she was in Somalia, she didn't suffer like the rest of the people in Somalia. No. But, but, but you know, Rob, here is the deal. People treat you the way you allow them to treat you. We are allowing people, our members of Congress and representatives and people behaving badly in our country, we are allowing them to stay in power. We are allowing them to continue their deception. Whether it's Biden and the Biden crime family, whether Ilhan Omar, whether it's AOC, whether it's Rashida Tlaib, or anybody else. And it's because citizens in our country, those of us who love America so deeply, who honor and obey our Constitution, who believe and honor the memory of our founding fathers. A lot of people sat on the sidelines for a long time saying, I can't believe this is happening. You know, people listen to talk radio, people attend uh, conferences, whether it's CPAC, this and that, people pray for our country, especially those who are religious and devout, and think this is going to change. If you do not take action, nothing changes. You can pray for America. You can attend conferences and get educated. That's entertainment. Attending a conference, listening to talk radio is entertainment. Engagement is when you actually make a phone call to your member of Congress. It is yes. actually when you join a politically active group in your community, as citizens who are making a difference on the local level. And that's why I encourage people, if my message resonates, with you. If what I'm saying resonates with you, go to my organization, our website, actforamerica.org right now. Act for America. Become a member. Sign up to receive our emails and action alert. And while you're at it, click on Act Now campaigns. We have campaigns on the national and the federal level. One of them is to oust Elhan Omar out of Congress. Please take action on that campaign. You know, I named the organization, Rob, Act for America. Not think about America, not wish for America, not hope for America, not pray for America, but act for America. Because if you listen to this radio interview without taking action, you have just been entertained. You might as well have been watching Dancing with the Stars. Well, I would like to say that I'm a little more than an entertainer, Brigitte. Thank you very much. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> no, I'm talking about 
people who sit and listen to people like us talk, Rob, you are on fire for this country. You speak in a way that most people are afraid to speak. You speak boldly. You speak with authority. You try to light a fire under people's behind day after day after day. I do the same. But a lot of people sit and listen because they're either stuck in traffic and they're listening like, oh, yeah, oh, my goodness, I can't believe this is happening. A lot of people on our side are extremely educated on the issues because they are concerned about the issues. But they do not know what to do about solving the problem. Amen. You're exactly right. Yeah, you are. Yeah. You're exactly right. And this is this is the number one thing, Brigitte. What do I do? What do I do? What do I need to do? I, see, I can't. I can't tell you what you need to do. All I can do as a talk show host, all I can do is motivate you to to uh, to make you aware of things. I'm a Paul Revere. That's what I do, and That's I'm also right. there to to assist with the morale of the troops as we fight. But ActForAmerica.org, ActForAmerica.org, just go there today and just check it out. See what you you can maybe find a direction. Maybe find out what's going on in your area and do something about it because honestly you want to do something you and, and Brigitte, right. did you hear what's going on at capitol hill with this border thing this this nonsense bill that uh, mitch mcconnell and uh, and chuck schumer they got together and hammered out behind closed doors it's being rejected brigitte so the the the, the voice of the people is becoming overwhelming but we're not done because they're going to make it worse they're going to make life a lot worse for us this year this is a, if right. you thought things were bad in 2020. Year. Yeah. That's right. It's an election year. They're, 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 it's all political. Whatever you're seeing right now is theater because the Democrats are trying to turn everybody against the Republicans. And, the, and I'm glad the Republicans are holding down. I'm glad, well, you know, except for Mitch McConnell, forget him. But, but this is a time where people need to hear from their constituents. We have more power right now in calling our congressional members and saying, look, Election Day is coming in November. Reckoning day is coming, and I'm watching the way you're going to vote, and I am going to vote accordingly. And that's what we do with Act for America. We notify you about what's in the bill, why we need to stand up against the bill, why we need to separate all this money that they are dumping into one bill. You know, they are dumping the aid to Israel, the aid to Ukraine, the border. They're dumping everything together. This is not right, and the American people are sick of this. That's why we're not voting for it. And by the way, Rob, for people who think, Oh, what is my voice going to count? You know, my member of Congress is not going to listen to me. Yes, they are listening to you. You know, Rob, through our website with our Act Now campaigns, where we notify people about bills coming down for a vote and let them call and make their voice heard, we have been able to pass 220 bills in Congress as well as on the state level to protect America. We're working now on multiple bills in Congress. We're working very closely on this immigration bill. We're not going to let it pass. This is dead on arrival in Congress. But please go to our website, actforamerica.org. Sign up to receive our emails and action alerts so you can be notified when a new bill is introduced with a new number, with the sponsors. We have an email prepared for you so you can contact your elected officials. We make it so easy for you. Everyone can make a difference.
Bridget, you might back off the phone just a little bit because we've got a little bit of distortion going on it because I know you are you are an impassioned speaker. <laughs> Brigitte, let me ask you, to say the least, dear God in heaven, I'm glad I'm not in the same room with you. I'd be emotionally exhausted. Uh, but, but you know what? You're fantastic. And that's what I, and I just posted on social media, actforamerica.org, sign up for it. Let me ask you this. You know that because of that faux hospital bombing after October the 7th, which is 9-11 for Israel, I'm never going to forget it, but you know they'd use that faux hospital bombing to ignite what I they were going to try in Millie. I believe this anti-Israel movement was a an, uh, an astroturf, uh, just like BLM, just like uh, Antifa summer 2020, and I believe it's hitting a brick wall. I, at least in America it is. What do you think about that? You mean the, 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 the propaganda by the, by the Hamas and the Palestinian regime yeah. against Israel? Yes, yes. Yeah, it's propaganda. They are try- Look, the Palestinians have been trying to, have been rewriting history for the last 40 plus years. Except now we have the media in their pocket. We have the media as a co-conspirator in their rewriting history. So uh, you, you are seeing all the lies. Israel has precise guided missiles. When Israel attacks something, it is intentional. What we are seeing right now is lies by the Palestinians accusing Israel of hitting targets that Israel didn't even hit, that it is actually misfiring by the Palestinians, by their own people. Um, you know, good for Israel for continuing the operation that they are doing in Gaza. Israel needs to demolish Gaza, demolish Hamas, and start building again. They need to do with Gaza what we did in Japan, uh, you know, after World War II. This is where they are. God bless them. This is why it's important to separate this bill in Congress. You know, we want to support Israel, but we do not want to support Ukraine, because with Ukraine, you're literally flushing your money down the toilet. With Israel, at least you're getting an ally. You're getting eyes and ears in the Middle East fighting with us and supporting us in our war against terrorists. Well, Brigitte Gabriel, I want to thank you for joining me on the show again. You are awesome and amazing. I like to tell people, Brigitte, that we're going to win this. We need to overwhelm the left with positivity, with joy, with patriotism, with facts, and let them know that if they proceed down this path, it will end very, very badly for them because we're not playing along anymore. And I believe that's cutting through, Brigitte. I really, really do. And I hope you do as well. Actforamerica.org. Actforamerica.org. If you haven't signed up, go there today. If you want, if you're sitting, if you're dithering and you're saying, maybe I can help out, maybe I can't, I don't know what to do. At least Brigitte has been nice enough to come here and now we know. Actforamerica.org. And I respect you and I respect what you do because I know your heart is it and your, and your truth is in it, Brigitte. So I would, if you're looking for answers, this is a great start to, uh, to work with uh, Brigitte. So God bless you, girl. It's always good to have you on the show. Anytime you need to be on the show and I need my voice to rest so you can just talk, you come back here. Thank you, my friend. Have a great day. All right. God bless you. We'll talk soon. We'll talk soon. Brigitte Gabriel. uh, Actforamerica.org. All right. So coming up, I had something amazing happen to me this weekend, and I'm going to share on the other side of this break. For those of you who are considering like Ozempic, you know, all this other nonsense, I'm going to share with you something that happened to me that just blindsided me unexpectedly, did not expect it at all. It is a blessing that I can't even put into perspective. It just took me by surprise. I'm going to share that on the other side of the break. This is The Rob Carson Show. 
you're winning, kids. We are winning. Listen to this. Uh, January 2024 versus January 2023. The Newsmax, the network that I've been working at for four years where I do my TV show, Rob Carson's What in the World? Where Chris Reddy gave me a chance, got me from selling cars to a nationally syndicated radio show. God bless you. Listen to this. January 24 versus 2023. Total day up 68% ratings. Up 68, almost 70% increase in ratings. Daytime, 46%. Primetime, up 112%. Do you know why? It's about trust. People trust Rob Schmidt. They trust Greta von Susteren. They trust Eric Bowling. They trust Greg Kelly. They trust Chris Salcedo and Rob Fennerty. They trust Jen Pellegrino and Chris Plant. That is just amazing. Just amazing. People are beginning to wake up. Stand-up comedian Shane Gillis is going to host Saturday Night Live February the 24th. SNL canceled him before he could become a member. Did you know that? They literally canceled him because he did some performances where he used uh, offensive language, right? They literally said when they fired him before he even started, the language he used was offensive, hurtful, and unacceptable. We are sorry that we did not see these clips earlier, that our vetting process was not up to our standard. Gillis responded saying, I'm a comedian who was funny enough to get SNL. That can't be taken away. Now he's going to host. You know why? Because he's blowing up. People love him. I'm going to have to save my story to the top of the next hour. The, the story that happened this weekend, I, I'm going to have to change to the, to the top of next hour because it's just, um, it's just uh, it needs to stand alone. All right. But this is Shane Gillis. This is one of the reasons why he's resonating. His latest uh, stand-up comedy uh, routine is amazing. It's a special. It's amazing. And he's not left and he's not right. But he's not afraid to say things like something positive about, about uh, Donald Trump. Listen to this. Trump gave what I think was probably one of the greatest speeches of world leaders given, you know, it's got to be up there with like Churchill, Gettysburg Address. As the night the United States killed the leader of ISIS, Trump comes out of the Situation Room at like midnight it's brilliant. in the White House and he walks down that tunnel like he's, and gives a press conference like he's giving a <laughs> post-game NBA and just goes, Abu Bakar al-Baghdadi is dead. Abu Bakar al-Baghdadi That's Trump, is really. dead. Yeah. He died like a dog. He died like a dog. He died like a coward. <laughs> he was whimpering, screaming, and crying. <laughs> I didn't change one word of that. That's what he opened with. Yes. And then he did 40 minutes. The speech is 40 minutes. Yes. The meanest shit talk you've ever heard. Yes. In front of the whole world. Abu. We can hear him crying, I said, Abu, don't cry. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Abu cried, he cried quite a bit. I wouldn't have cried. No. <laughs> cry baby back daddy, that's what we were oh, all Oh man, this is so glorious. <laughs> it's so glorious, he's going to be back on SNL. I told you, conservative comedy's on the ascension. Because liberals aren't funny anymore. Kaboom, I'm going to do a mic drop, take a break and come back. This is the Rob Carson Show. Move over, woke Netflix and Disney Plus and Hulu. Just start Newsmax Plus. Get Newsmax best shows with Rob Schmidt, Eric Bowling, Greta Von Susteren, Greg Kelly, and more. Even actor John Voight has a special series on there. Plus lots of movies, documentaries, history, comedy. 
Newsmax Plus just started and more than 180,000 people have signed up. Watch Newsmax Plus on your home TV or phone app. And Newsmax Plus is the only streamer to give you all of Donald Trump's rallies. So get Newsmax Plus now. It's free to start. Just go to Newsmax Plus. That's NewsmaxPLUS.com. Millions are switching to Newsmax. Be one today. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Wide web. This is the Rob Carson Show. And this is the uh, last hour of the Rob Carson Show today. Lots of stuff to get to, including uh, Farmer Pharma Insider reveals why, well, a Big Pharma's open secret and why nobody challenges them. I think it might surprise you. No, it wouldn't, because I said it months ago. <laughs> there you go. So uh, that's coming up. I, I wanted to mention something real quick here, and um, I, uh, and and I think it's important. Uh, and I, I'm not saying this because I want it to be about me. I, I want to say it because I want it to be about you. All right? So <clears throat> two years ago, a little two years ago, I stopped drinking. I had a very serious problem. And uh, I was out of work selling cars, thought my life insurance was more valuable to my family than me. You know, you've heard the story. And so I remember the day that I quit and I, I had help. Uh, not only my son and my niece, but God, because I quit without any withdrawal at all. I mean, it's, I'd been to the hospital three times trying to quit alcohol, uh, DTs which caused your heart rate to nearly, uh, you know, explode. you you know, could stroke out. Happened three times. The morning that I, that alcohol left me, um, it was, you ever see that movie, The Crow, with, uh, you remember, uh, 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 Brandon Lee? And he, he died. But, but there was a woman there. She was uh, kind of the mom of this young girl. And, and, uh, and Brandon Lee, uh, using his supernatural powers, caused the drugs to leave the, holes in her arms like the heroin to, to leave and she was she was purified by some miracle that's kind of what happened to me i mean it didn't i mean it, not as though it didn't take effort all right but but it just i stopped couldn't even taste it the next day it was gone it was gone it's been gone ever since it's been gone i'm really blessed can this happen to you i don't know it may, may take a lot to get you there. But I started, uh, uh, you know, going to the gym, and I have been working out since I was 12. I have bench-pressed a million pounds in my years because I joined the gym when I was 21. I've worked out, you know, my entire life. But the last seven, eight years have been a bleep show, all right? And uh, got up to 290 pounds and the whole deal. So I slowly started going back and back and back to the gym and lost a bunch of weight, lost 50 pounds, all that. The weight started to creep up about four or five months ago. Went and got my blood pressure checked. Blood pressure was a little high. Said, the garbage is gone. All the junk in my diet's gone. I will cheat a little, and I did this weekend. Uh, you know, have a cheeseburger or whatever, it's fine. But I just kind of said, I got to do this. So this Saturday morning, I'm goofing around the house, and I've had this thought in my mind, because I remember seven years ago, I was in this rental house we had to live in for a while. It was a crap hole. 
And I thought, I'll just try to do a couple push-ups. And I did, I think, four or five. And I was, I was winded. It's pathetic, right? And so I know I've been making some, uh, some gains in the gym. And I only go three times a week. I go every other day. That's it. And I don't do, I'm going to do triceps and shoulders today. Then I'm going to do my wrists on Tuesday. I don't do that crap, all right? If you're a bodybuilder, that's fine. But I do a whole body workout, chest, arms, tries, legs, the whole deal, 45 minutes. Massive repetition. 15, 12, 10, okay? So bench press, 15, 12, 10. That's one kind of bench press. Go on to another kind of bench press, 15, 12, 10. Then go to my third set of bench press, 15, 12, 10. Do the same with triceps. Do the same with lats. Do the same with biceps. Do the same with legs, da-da-da. So I decide I'm going to do the push-up challenge just to see if I've made any advancement. I know I'm fitting better in my clothes. I know I'm only on one prescription medication as a 58-year-old man. I'm not on Plavix. I'm not on all this crap. I'm not on Ozempic. I didn't want to go down that road because if you're on Ozempic, I have a funny feeling it's, you don't need to be on it. That's all I'm going to say about it. So I said to my wife, Kel, just videotape me. I want to see how many push-ups I can do. And I wanted to keep the video to 60 seconds or less because it's going to go up on Instagram. So I said, I'm just going to see. And I wasn't even going to sure I was going to share it because I thought if I get seven, that'll be okay. If I get 10, that'll be okay. So I went and I got down and I shared it all over social media. And I've gotten tens of thousands of responses. And I just started doing push-ups. And I didn't start counting until I got to 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. And I could have gone to 40. And I might have gone to 50. It's so It's a gift. I had no idea. I had no idea that I was able to do this. And every day what I did is I just resolved that I was going to go, that I was going to do this. And I would pray to God, you know, just to, to give me positive every day. And every day I wake with joy, a joy that I've never felt. I mean, not in years. And a lot of it had to do with that drinking, giving that up, and reconnecting with my family, and doing what I love for a living. It's such a gift. But I did 25 push-ups. You look at the video, you'll be like, and I got up, and I wasn't, I wasn't uh, at all uh, out of breath. And I thought something was going on, because when I was in my, my sister's in the fall, I went to uh, Sioux Falls South there, went to, went to the Black Hills, and I climbed up this hill. It was 5,600 feet high. And I got to the top. I did the last half mile or so. And, and I got to the top, and I wasn't winded. I'm like, what the hell? I'm, I'm, at 50, I'm more than a mile high, and I'm not winded? Something's going on here. But I did it without Ozempic. I did it without uh, getting on a treadmill and running every day, because I hate that. I do it by going and doing a weight workout, a resistance workout. And I was on testosterone for like four months. I got off of that. I've been off it for four months. And I've got unbelievable gains of stacking half the things that I do. I'm 58 years old. I'm stacking 300 plus pounds on the lat pulls. And I, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it for the weight. I'm doing it because that's what I need. That's what I need. You know, when I, when I do arm curls, I, I start with 30 pound dumbbells each arm and I go to 55 pounds. How's that possible? 58 year old man, I'm not taking testosterone. What's going on? And I shared the video 
on Saturday of the push-ups. And it wasn't about bragging. It was about, holy crap. If, if I can do this, you can do this. Holy crap. It, 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 but you got to be in it. You got to be in it for a while. You know, I call people to go to the gym in January, resolutionaries and gym turlopers. They're resolutionaries because they come in, they invade your gym. They, they do things wrong. They, you know, they rapid fire their one, two, three, four. I'm like, slow down, junior. Slow down, okay? But they, they come in and, they do, and then they, they crap out on it. Maybe part of it was because I was a fat kid, teased all the time. But I just said, I've got to do this. I've got to do this. And that push-up challenge, and I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. I, I, may, I don't know if I'll do it today because uh, I've torqued my shoulder a little bit yesterday at the gym, but it feels great, you know. But I'm going to go for, you know, 40 next time. And, and, and I would ask you, you know, maybe if you're thinking about doing all this, you know, taking all sorts of drugs and crap and, you know, maybe you need gastric bypass. And that's fine. But I know you got it within you. I know you got everything you need within you. You don't need to take a shortcut. I know you've got it within you. My membership at my gym cost me 10 bucks a month. I go to Planet Fitness. Hang on, I go to Planet Fitness. And I listen to great music when I go there. I listen to music that's inspirational to me. Some of it's ballads. Some of it's powerful. Some of it's just metal. You know, five-finger death punch, whatever. But I get inside that and I, and I meditate and it's changed me. Because you know, I told my wife the other day, I said, listen, when you get to my age, and I'm, I'm, I'm not ashamed of my age, uh, you know, it's where I am. I'm very glad to be where I am because mentally, physically, I'm, in, I'm peaking mentally beyond belief. It's earth shattering um, how I feel mentally and, and the thinking process that I can go through and, and being sharp and all of this. Um, and the physical is really, it's there. I, I haven't done push-ups, like I said, in seven years. I haven't done 25 push-ups in 20 years. And, and it happens. So I would say, you got it. You got it within you. You do have it within you. It's right there. Everything you need is there. It's not, oh, I better get that Ozempic. I better get the whatever. Those are just tools. You're it. Because all of those other things will fail. I did the Weight Watchers. I ordered all the Weight Watchers food. It was crap. And you ate like a bird. You know? And, and so what I decided was, well, you know what? I'm going to eat mayonnaise. And I'm going to eat butter. And I'm going to eat bacon fat because my mom did that. And my grandma did that. And those aren't poison. You know what's poison? Uh, Takis Fuego and uh, Cool Whip. Those are poison. All that stuff is poison. All of that, uh, I'm going to do the triple burger paddly with, uh, with uh, you know, bacon and the baconator and the pretzel bun and the fries and the beer to beer. You can have those every once in a while. But you've got it within you. And if you, you don't believe me, just look at the video. And then look at my, go to, go to Newsmax.com, uh, get a Newsmax Plus membership. Go back, you just go back and look at me on TV three years ago, and I looked like the friggin' governor of Illinois. I swear to God, my head was fat. I got a picture of Donald Trump that I'm ashamed of here in the studio because I was a fat toad two years ago. But I just, something clicked. Something clicked. And I, I hate it when people... I really do hate it when people proselytize, and I'm not that kind of person. I'm like, you know, I gave up drinking, and I'm gonna, you know, I don't. I'm just saying, you got it within you if you're struggling. You really do. I believe that 100%. I really do. 
And I've, I've said this. I've done fitness routines with listeners before, and I've shared my views on this. But I'm in a moment of clarity that I've never had, and I want you to experience it too. Just take a second and assess yourself and start slowly. It's taken me two years, and I didn't keep track. The last time I weighed myself, I've weighed myself twice in the last two years. Once when I stepped on the scale two years ago and I was at 286, and once when I was on the scale about five months ago where I was at 240, 256. And I know that I'm down because I'm down from a 46-inch waist to a 36. My chest has not gone down. It is at 52. You know, the biceps of a 58-year-old man are 18 inches. How does that happen? Not drinking, eating real food, just eating less of it. I don't know. You got it. You got this. I'm telling you. Barbara, my good friend Barbara from Balmer. Barbara's a wonderful woman, and she's becoming this voice of Baltimore and talk radio. She's doing the same thing. She just has made this move, and it's happened, and, and there's, it's just so good. It's just so good, and I want you... I'd love you to experience There's nothing I can do to motivate you. I know that. People want to be motivated, they're going to get motivated. If they're not going to get motivated, then they're not. I tried to help people before. But maybe serve as kind of an example. You know? As a guy who's literally in, in my part of my life, I'm two-minute warning third quarter. I'm at the two-minute warning of third quarter. i got a fourth quarter ahead of me, and I'm going to freaking... I'm going to beat the crap out of my opponents in that fourth quarter. I'm going to win that game in the fourth quarter. I'm going to leave everything on the field in this fourth quarter. And I do it every day because I get in here six hours early and I stay in here till midnight and I go to the gym and I focus because now I know that it was all within me with God's help and the people who love you. So uh, thank you for letting me indulge you. Um, that's all I'll say about it for now until I post my new video. But, uh, like I said, you got it within you. I want to come uh, next to, uh, uh, former f- uh, pharmacological, uh, individual insider, Callie Means, talking with Tucker Carlson about, uh, how, uh, big pharma was able to convince you the only thing that could fix you for COVID was their products. Uh, we'll get to that on the other side of this break. The number 800-922-6680. This is the Rob Carson show. He's been down at the uh, the border. There was a uh, big rally, I guess, uh, last week. Was uh, Sarah Palin was there? The Nuge was there. There's a big old caravan down there near the border. Uh, they're hoping to get 700,000 truckers. Uh, I wouldn't doubt that's going to happen because people are uh, very, very, very upset about this border and sick and tired of it. And this nonsensical bill that they unveiled this morning. Um, or the weekend is being uh, met with a great deal of anger by the American people that Mitch McConnell and uh, and his minions uh, Chuck Schumer would uh, would perpetrate this on the people after what we've been through and people are righteously pissed off. I mean, beyond angry about this southern border. We're just done with it. We don't like sitting here like sitting ducks, right? Isn't that what you feel? You're watching the border open. You're, you're seeing military-age males, and you're sitting here, we can't do anything about it. What the hell kind of sense does that make? People in Washington, D.C., let it happen. 
They're destroying our country intentionally, and we can't do anything about it? Are you out of your nut? So we're done. We're done with the people in power on this nonsense. Now, did you ever notice that... uh, uh, let me let me ask you this. When I play you this uh, this sponsorship montage of the mainstream media by Big Pharma, uh, what do you suppose it results with? I'll, I'll share it real quick. It is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. Now, what does that mean? to an editorial department at a uh, concern like CBS, ABC, NBC, MSNBC. That pharma, big pharma, is bringing you this, paid for. It means you can't cover it. If anything negative happens with Pfizer, don't cover it. That's the way it happens. That's the way it happens in newsrooms. They say to their staff, lay off Pfizer. They're a major advertiser. It happens. 1,000%. And this weekend, Tucker Carlson talked to uh, Callie Means, uh, Pharma Insider, about what pharma adds on TV. It's not about selling the drugs. No, no, no. It's essentially to buy off the news departments. Yeah, that's essentially it. Here's Callie Means. But you're saying that, that pharma buys TV spots not to convince people to ask for specific drugs from their physicians, but to subvert the news business? Yeah. This is, a, this is an open secret working for pharma. Well, I never even thought of that. This, this is an open secret. The, the, the kind of um, silly ads you see between the news breaks, the points of that is not, it's largely to impact the customer, but, but the, the pharma's already got that. They've already bought off the doctors. They're, they're good on that. Yeah. No, no, this is an open secret. The News ad spending from pharma is a public relation lobbying tactic, huh. essentially, to buy off the news. The, the news is... So, wait, but you say that you mandate a vaccine, and a company goes from a $9 billion company over its entire lifetime to a $90 billion company in one year. Yeah, they have a lot of money from the government mandate to buy advertising and buy off news departments, is what you're saying. Refer- they're not investigating pharma. There's a no. Oh, I've noticed. The, there, the news has become the news has become basically a referee that you were a terrible um, anti-science luddite for asking why you know the, the shots that we require our kids to get that fundamentally by their own advertising change uh, the immune system of that child for life. Why it's gone from twenty to seventy? To even ask that question, the news referees that and calls you anti-science yeah yeah it's because they've been bought off here's a little more uh from uh from Kelly means we have an opportunity here tucker like ozempic this is not some like new like you know it's kind of this funny thing like oh you know it's kind of vain i can lose weight this is going the reason the stocks are going up is because this is going to be a lot of government money this is going to be the highest funded drug from the u.s taxpayer in history huh. we've got a society when are we going to say let's go another direction why are we trusting pharma now when they've been completely acting to to garner no trust you know they do have a catchy jingle they do here's joe rogan on uh, on ivermectin which big pharma essentially erased from the face of the earth the way 200 congress people have been treated with ivermectin for covid did you know that i did not know that holy crap google that 200 i believe you could probably find it in dr pierre corey's uh twitter page yeah, be- before there were vaccines, this was a common treatment, an off-label treatment for COVID. 
Now, I do not know what the motivation for demonizing this, <laughs> this particular medication I is. I do. Uh, again, I'm not a doctor and I'm not a scientist. But I would imagine some of it has to do with money. The reason being is that it is a generic drug now. They yeah, it's cheap. I said this while it was happening. It's like the song Happy Birthday. It's public domain. It doesn't make anybody money. See? Yeah. All right. So, uh, some things to think about. 800-922-6680. Much more, including one of Trump's cases is now taken off the books. One of the indictments. That's on the other side of this. There's some of the music I have on my iPod. iPod. On my phone. <laughs> An iPod. You know, it's really funny. I still have all the uh, the old iPods that I had. I kept the uh, technology. I've got a bunch of my old phones and stuff. I'm hoping they'll go up in value, but I doubt it. Uh, you know, I do still wish I had my PlayStation One with uh, with like the original version of Tomb Raider because some people like to play that. So anyway, uh, Jack Smith abruptly ends his case against Donald Trump. What really? Well, it suddenly disappeared. According to a court ruling by special counsel Jack Smith, the federal grand jury in Washington, D.C., responsible for examining former President Donald Trump's purported mishandling of classified documents, has concluded. What? The filing also revealed additional information regarding the investigation's discrete expansion to include an examination of alleged attempts to conceal evidence. The submission spanning 12 pages made by uh, David Harbach, a, uh, a subordinate of Smith. This development occurred during a contentious debate between prosecutors and defense attorneys on the utilization of two separate grand juries to probe into President Trump's reported accumulation of classified materials in Mar-a-Lago. So it was taken off the books. It's, 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 it's the, the day before Super Tuesday when they expected it to, uh, to uh, begin that trial. It's been removed from the docket. Something's happening. And it sounds like something positive. This is Stephen Turley talking about it over the weekend. As we speak, and again, I kid you not, as we speak, this rogue D.C. prosecutor, Jack Smith, for all practical purposes, is basically in hiding. You can't make this stuff up. The case has been removed from the docket, and Jack Smith, has he's, he's gone ghost. <gasps> he's, he's, he's basically hiding from this congressional inquiry huh that's kind of interesting isn't it now i'm not holding my breath uh, i'm hoping that this is uh, what stephen turley is saying and he's more knowledgeable with regard to uh uh jurisprudence than i am but it sounds kind of positive and i got some positives on the Fonnie willis case coming up in a second but for first let's hear from mr uh, jim gossett about funny Sleep with funny Willis. She admitted it. All the money you made. Bow chicka bow bow. Nice work if you can get it. You can if you are Nathan Wade. Wait, you're going to pay me too? The lawyer's funny hired. What? Made half of what Nathan made. And we're going to have sex? They should both be fired. Go on vacation. Fulton County, you have been played. Not my money? What? Driving a new Audi. Did I die? Your suits are custom made. And go to heaven? What, what the hell? Nice work if you can get it. And you can get it. If you're Nathan Wade. Hey. Lining your own pockets. And they did. The people you betrayed. Work if you can get it, and you can get it. Your Nathan Wade. And he didn't wait, he dove right in. 
So, <laughs> so Fonnie Willis uh, acknowledged having a personal connection, also known as uh, the Bow Chicka Bow, uh, with an external prosecutor. Hello. Show me your eternal prosecutor. Again, I'm going to descend into 14-year-old boy humor. It's, it's a sex story, so I got to do that. Okay? I'll just say it right now. Get it out of the way. Pound the gavel. It's going to happen eventually. Pound the gavel. It's going to... Okay. So anyway, <clears throat> with an external prosecutor, <laughs> obviously, she's an internal prosecutor, uh, <clears throat> she selected to oversee the election interference lawsuit involving former President Donald Trump. However, she refuted av- allegations that the connection compromised uh, the case's integrity. <laughs> Willis encountered accusations of improper conduct, asserting that no proof existed to suggest that her relationship with the uh, appointed special prosecutor, Nathan Wade, had negatively at- uh, impacted the proceedings. Oh, no, that started at the beginning of the case when Joe Biden gave you $14 million bucks to do it. And he did. Willis encountered accusations of improper conduct, asserting that no proof existed we, to suggest that her relationship with the appointed prosecutor, Nathan Wade, had impacted uh, the proceedings. That doesn't matter. The fact is that she used taxpayer money to uh, to fund this thing, and then he spent it on lavish vacations, and they partied together, and she paid him twice what the other lawyers got with taxpayer money. That's a problem. That's a crime. She's going to go to jail for it. Yeah. According to documents, however, Willis admitted to developing a personal relationship with uh, outside counsel Nathan Wade, who was appointed in 2021 to investigate possible interference in the 2020 election. The relationship evolved beyond their per- professional association sh- in, uh, and relationship. Um, in 2022, District Attorney Willis and I developed a personal uh, relationship in addition to our professional association and friendship. In spring of 2021, District Attorney Willis asked me and other attorneys to assist her in looking for a competent, trustworthy attorney to manage and lead the investigation of possible attempts to interfere with the administration of the 2020 election. I have no financial interest in the outcome of the 2020 election interference case or in the conviction of my defendant. Sure, funny. No funds paid me in compensation for my role as special prosecutor have been shared or provided to District Attorney Willis. That's a lie. In the document, she admitted the personal relationship began in 2022, well before the indictment of Trump in 2023. And the expenses for their travel were covered using personal funds, not from the $700,000 he received from Fulton County. You're full of uh, uh, a total crap. Oh, by the way, um, uh, Wade invoiced Fulton County for 24 hours of work on a single day in November of 2021, shortly after he was appointed special prosecutor. He made far more than the other experts in the field who had more experience than he had. You know why? Because he was providing goods and services. Oh, yeah. Fawny Willis accused Fulton County Commissioner of being racist, hung up on her after questioning the DA's huge expenditure on lover Nathan Wade. Because, you know, this is why they appoint people like Fawny Willis and Letitia James and uh, Claudine Gay is because they check boxes and they suddenly become unassailable. They do. But that's going away. Used to be black female. Oh, yeah. I got it made. I can get away with anything. Then Kamala Harris was made the VP because of that. And everybody saw what a moron she is. Yeah. Fulton County Commissioner probing, probing, Fawny Willis's cash handouts to lover Wade six months ago was accused of being racist by Fawny. 
Yeah. Bridget Thorne uh, said that she had been scrutinizing Willis' payments to special prosecutor Wade. He is very special as a prosecutor. Since the summer of last year, in her role as commissioner for Fulton County District 1. But she told, uh, she was told that she was only picking on him because he's black. So it's like, dude, you're spending all this money on Nathan Wade. He's not qualified. You're saying that because he's black and you're a racist. See what I mean? Yeah. Thorne began combing through the DA's uh, receipts after seeing costs rack up for outside attorneys Willis had brought in, Willis had brought in for her election interference case. But she said the Fulton DA hung up on her when asked about the huge expenditure in a telephone meeting in December. I've been questioning her spending outside legal counsel for six months. It wasn't approved through us. Normally, we, we approve these huge expenditures. That's what Thorne said. I had a meeting with her in December. I asked her, how much is this election interference case costing? She told me. Listen to this. Are you ready? This is funny, Willis. You're going to laugh out loud. If you're drinking something right now, stop. Swallow. You're going to do a spit take. Stop. Here's what Fawny Willis said. This is what she told this person investigating the expenditures. Ready? Lady Justice has no price. <laughs> Lady Justice has no price is the line she used. Oh, my God. Lady Justice has no price. And you're a racist. Oh, my God. It's so good. See, this is what I told you. Farney Willis is an idiot. She's a dumb person. Only dumb people do stupid crap like this. She's an idiot. Clearly, they're giving out uh, uh, law degrees like, uh, you know, what the hell? Like, you know, like uh, uh, bartending degrees, right? Lady Justice has no price. <laughs> then I asked her how, how much you were spending on Nathan Wade. She told me that I'm only picking on it because he's black. She hung up and ended the meeting. She uh, basically insinuated, insinuated I, not inseminated, that's something completely insinuated. He insinuated, never mind. That I was being racist for how much time uh, she, we spent on, how much money we spent on him. That didn't go over well with me. On Friday, Willis issued a statement saying that uh, the, uh, the motion from this uh, Michael Roman, one of Donald Trump's co-defendants, relies on supposition and innuendo. No, you were banging him. Yeah. She denied any financial con uh, conflict of interest that would warrant her rem removal from the case and called on attacks, attacks on Wade falsely, factually inaccurate, unsupported, and malicious. Not delicious, which is what she calls him. Roman claimed the DA was having an affair with her hired gun prosecutor, went on lavish trips with him, overpaid him to work on an election interference case. Thorne revealed uh, that she had referred other allegations of misuse of federal funds by Willis's office to county auditors who are launching an investigation. Whistleblower Amanda Timpson said she was fired from the DA office job after warning Willis that her supervisor was planning to spend $488,000 federal grant for game prevention on swag for the staff. Yeah, we're going to get MacBooks, we're going to get swag, we're going to use it for travel, Timpson said of DA staffer Michael McCulley, who said in a 2021 meeting reported by the Washington Free Beacon. So one of her buddies, DA staffer Michael McCuffey, took $588,000 for a gang task force and spent it on swag. That gang task force, all of that, none of it was spent for the kids. Yeah. Wade paid, or Willis paid Wade 650 k for his work on the election interference case. Two other lawyers with extensive experience, Anna Cross and John Floyd, were hired, but their firms only got 43000 and 73000 <laughs> 
Cross received $150 an hour, while Floyd and Wade made $250 an hour. Peter Corman, a, G- a Fulton GOP official, she hired a man to run a special access jury process with a very important public and novel investigation with less experience than any single one of the ADAs, its assistant district attorneys, in her office. So she hired him because <clears throat> she likes her stakes bone in. Anyway, <clears throat> but these types of relationships are not new to Fulton County and we're sick of paying for them. There you go. There you go. But Fonnie Willis is saying, no, 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 man, this is fine. This case is fine. We got to proceed. <laughs> this is what happens to evil people. You know, Jack Smith's case, he's an evil person. His, his case is based on nothing, nothing. Dissolving Trump's business empire would stand apart in history of New York fraud law. That, according to the AP. Unprecedented. Nobody has ever had their business taken away from them. No one has ever been, been fined $400 million for doing nothing in history in New York. And even the AP recognizes it. You combine it with this, this nonsensical case of, uh, of classified documents by Jack Smith. You combine it with this nonsensical case uh, where, where Fonnie Willis is going to try to be like a, a DA in Cuba and bring 19 people into the courtroom at the same time, keep them in a, a cage in the back of the, uh, of the courtroom and pronounce them all guilty. That's what she wanted. Thorne said she was also taken aback amid Willis' financial and personal controversy. The DA asked commissioners for an extra $9.7 million at an annual budget meeting last month. She wanted another $10 million. It's like there's a gravy train or something there. Yeah. The proposed sum, including $611,000 on DA vehicles, after she already spent 794000 of taxpayer money at two car dealers last month, according to the Fulton County government accounts, she's an idiot. She's an idiot. You know who else is an idiot? Letitia James is an idiot. Alvin Bragg is an idiot. They're all idiots. All appointed, all supported by, by George Soros and the Democrat Party. House Chairman Jim Jordan claimed that Willis's team was planning to misuse the grant earmarked for the creation of a center of youth empowerment and game prevention to pay for new luxuries, including MacBooks and expensive travel. She's toast. I'm going to be there to toast with a non-alcoholic beverage, her ass being handed, uh, hauled off to jail. And they better have some help. <laughs> That's a little, a little joke there. A little joke there. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of funny. Here is uh, Rob Schmidt talking to uh, Bernard Condon. 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 <laughs> I was talking about Fonnie Willis. Uh, about the victims in Donald Trump's trial in New York. Condon's investigation found it to be an incredible abuse of the legal system, saying that in 70 years, a penalty like the one sought against Trump, his businesses dissolved, and these massive fines, they're asking for 370. Now, this is from the AP piece I was talking about. The guy who wrote it is Bernard Condon, not Condom. That's one of uh, uh, Fonnie Willis's employees. Million dollars. Well, something anywhere even near this, well, something like this has never happened, but something at least even close to this has only happened 12 times in 70 years. Condon also says Trump's was the only business threatened with a shutdown without showing without a showing of obvious victims and major losses. Kangaroo court. The only one in 70 years. Yeah, yeah. Where they said we have to shut the business down even though we have no victims. Condon says businesses were taken over almost always as a last resort to stop a fraud in progress and to protect potential 
victims. And as you know, in the Trump case, the victims testified in this trial on Trump's behalf. Yeah, they did. By the way, uh, Wilbur said Smith withdrew the subpoena for Trump pack. No sign cases dropped. I didn't think the case was dropped. It's just not on the books right now. There you go. Let's take a break and come back. This, my friends, is the Rob Carson Show. I did a lot of uh, tweeting this weekend, including my uh, video where I did 25 push-ups without losing uh, without losing my breath. I also did this uh, did this <laughs> little poll. <laughs> You know, because I haven't talked about Joe Biden's limp-wristed response to uh, Iran uh, because, you know, it's a joke. He's just trying to check some boxes and he's using our, our uh, troops as, uh, as uh, pawns in his chess game. So I said, what do you think Joe Biden's limp-wristed response to Iran after it killed three of our troops should be called? Uh, I said Operation Pew Pew or Operation Wrist Slap. And uh, thus far, Operation Wrist Slap is leading 78 to 22. About the same margin of victory Donald ha- Trump has over Nikki Haley in the New Hampshire primary. <laughs> I was talking about that Bernard Condon piece. I will post it on social media. Dissolving Trump's business empire would stand apart from a history of New York fraud law. Uh, 70 years of civil cases under the law. There's never been such a penalty imposed like $370 million and taking the ability to do business in uh, New York away from a man who has built so much of New York City. And I, and I posted on Friday, I said, it's very obvious this is vicious, cruel, third world, banana republic, partisan nonsense. And once the, the seal is broken on that, then it's over. People are beginning to realize it. And, and they may cackle on the, uh, the Harpies from Hell show. I'm sorry, the view. It's the view. It's not the Harpies. And they just sound a lot alike. I always screw those up. Harpies from, it's not Harpies from Hell. It's the view. The view. <clears throat> I do want to mention this. Um, former Trump administration official Mike Gill was shot during a carjacking spree last week. He died over the weekend. He was 56. He will never see his grandchildren. He will never see his children grow up. And Sebastian Gorka was a friend of his, and I want to leave this to uh, Seb, talking about uh, his friend and what's going on in Washington, D.C. This uh, amazing father of three who was picking his wife up uh, on, on K Street, on the 900th block of K Street. That, that's downtown. That's not even yeah. some you know, sketchy part of D.C. that has yet to be gentrified and everybody avoids. And, and this man was picking up his wife. Yeah. He gets shot in the head. He's killed. The carjacker kills again that same night. Had an extensive rapture. But it's not just about Mike Gill. I want all of the viewers to pray for his soul, pray for his children and his widow. But we have to understand, this is more than a thousand carjackings in the nation's capital in the last 12 months. Now I've got more on this. I'll share tomorrow. But clearly it's cutting through and people are getting it. Remember, guys, we're winning. We're winning on all fronts. We get knocked back a few steps, but we keep fighting. We are changing public opinion. We're getting things stopped like that idiotic bill that tried to jam down our throats in the Senate. We're winning. Let's take a break and come back and wrap it up. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. 
We are winning. If you want to check out the podcast of today's show, go to Newsmax.com slash listen. Go to my social media at Rob Carson Show on Instagram and Twitter. Mostly Getter and, of course, uh, Truth Social. God bless you. God bless America and Israel. Until tomorrow, don't catch the stupid. See you then.